Welcome to another episode of Sonographers in the Cities. I'm Lynn. And I'm Giselle. I hope you guys had a great Medical Ultrasound Awareness Month. Um, we are entering November. Only two months left of 2022. Can you believe it? <laughs> That's exciting. I can't believe it. And it was a very fun-filled October. Happy November, everybody. I hope you guys all had a fun Halloween, seeing everyone's costumes and everything that everyone was doing in October um, was really cool. I definitely had a busy October. How about you? Oh, I did too. You know what I loved about October besides, you know, we're celebrating Medical Ultrasound Awareness Month is that I see, I don't, not everyone, but some people's post their gifts for um, medical ultrasound awareness month that they got from their either their job or their school or just their clinical sites. I think that's pretty cool. I didn't see that last year. So yeah, there was more celebrating this year, especially from companies. And I wanted to just shout out BB Imaging. If you guys don't know them on Instagram, they're a pretty good company to work for, it looks like. And they're the ones who did the uh, the awards this year and uh, Lynn and I were both nominated in that and we just wanted to thank anyone who nominated us for that um, but we want to congratulate the winners and thank BB Imaging for what they do and what they did with that and they were one of the big ones that I saw uh, were providing gifts to their sonographers and I give them props and we thank them and we love employers like that Honestly, my hospital didn't do anything for Medical Ultrasound Awareness Month. Did yours? <laughs> um, the ones that I follow with my clinical sites, no, same thing. You know, I tried to reach out to them last year about, you know, maybe because letting them know that this month is uh, Medical Ultrasound Awareness Month and there are a lot of sonographers in the hospital. Um, no, no, no response, <laughs> nothing. You know, I'm still going to push it, you know, and um they have, you know, it's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which is a big one as well. They celebrated that. They celebrated PA Week and... I think there else. was nuclear medicine as yes. well. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I didn't see that one though. So that one also needs to be pushed as well. But, yeah. you know, we are just, we're still small and every year we're just going to push to get that awareness going like this year is bigger than last year so next year is going to be bigger than this year and that is the goal mm -hmm. yep I hope that it keeps growing and people keep on sharing their experiences and spreading awareness and it's really cool I've been seeing a lot of people posting their stories and still more ultrasound instagrams um, are being created and tiktoks and it's really cool to see what other people are doing in their respective like uh, creativity because obviously I do like YouTube videos and you and I do the podcast and then you have your Instagram as you guys saw we started our new Instagram uh, and I'm not one to be very creative so it's really cool to see what everyone's been doing and sharing their ultrasound awareness so for the rest of the year, we want you guys to send us more topics 
um, for what you want us to talk about, even for next year too. And just send them in through our Google form, which we also have um, in our bios, as well as you can comment on the YouTube video to let us know what it is you want us to talk about and see. And a lot of the things that I keep on seeing are things that are repetitive, like SPI, which is obviously one of the most popular ones, which ultrasound isn't all about SPI, but it is a major component of becoming a stenographer. So I can see why it's so important. And so many people are asking for that, Um, but it's definitely needed. So maybe we can come up with more SPI things. Um, But right now, Lynn is in the process of taking her registry. So do you want to tell them a little bit about that and catch them up with that? Yes. So, uh, you know, I just thought wrapping up Medical Ultrasound Awareness Month with a job offer the last week um, was just amazing. I was like, oh my God, I can't (laughs) believe it. And um, so because so now that I have a job offer, which I accepted, uh, I need to get registered. Um, I told, I let HR know that these are my expected dates, that I will be um, getting my registries or hopefully getting my registries and I will be finishing my program. Um, I'm hoping to take it this weekend. So if you're listening to this past November um, it is the first weekend of November. I'm almost done with my program. I have three weeks left, less than three weeks. And um, I, my job is a vascular technologist. So I will be taking my RBT first. And I know that it's the hard one. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. If you guys haven't seen her post on Instagram, she did get a job offer, which is something that we always talk about when people are worried about getting a job. I still get messages about people saying they don't see jobs in like LinkedIn or Indeed or whatever, or they can't find many. I mean, sometimes maybe you're just looking up the wrong word or the wrong um, things, but just know that when you go through school and finish your program, there's going to be so many opportunities to help you get a job. And Lynn is definitely living what you guys are hoping to get to one day. And we're definitely just excited for you and we're hopeful. And I know you're going to do great. Uh, The vascular exam is hard. Yes, but I think it'll be fine. Thank you so much. I'm very excited. And, um, I was going to say something while you were saying, uh, yes, it is like an ideal situation. I have to say, uh, I was hoping for it throughout my program. And the fact that I got it is just uh, so rewarding for all the months and the years that I put my hard work into this program. And, mm-hmm. but you know, all like we went over how to get a job and how to be successful in clinicals. Like those are the key to um, getting a job after the program. Um, you also mentioned how to like uh, some of you are not searching or not seeing jobs on LinkedIn. What I did with mine, I put like... Um, you know where they have that uh, feature where if there's a job opening certain with certain uh, words like cardiac sonographer, 
uh, vascular technologist. I put all those variables in. So whenever there's a job that just posted, I get notified. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if um, anyone knows that, but that's what I do. And I get a lot of notification saying, oh, there are six up the new job postings for cardiac sonographers. And there's this week. So I think that's very helpful for students just to be aware of what's around them. Yeah, that's good too, because we always tell people when they are wondering like, oh, will there there be jobs? And I'm like, you have to kind of search in your area because every place is different. What if someone lives in a small town? You know, I don't know. Um, And also I've worked at the same place for the last four years now. So it's it's different for me because I don't look on LinkedIn or Indeed, but I have checked, like I don't use it, but I have seen that there are a lot of openings. And I know for a fact in Las Vegas, there are so many places hiring people who are needed in the hospitals and in the outpatient setting. So you guys, if you're still a student, there's going to be so many opportunities in the future. And yeah, I don't know, just don't give up if this is something you really want to do, because there will be job openings it's the medical field and we need people yes so don't get discouraged if you don't see like a job for a month or two because you know that will go away and then the future months there'll be more job openings Mm -hmm. it it may it may fluctuate but the field is growing Mm -hmm. yeah and I can tell you for a fact that if you join our Discord group, there is a actual job listings um, chat in there where people post listings that they see or people that are hiring or people who are asking other people like, hey, does anyone know if there's a job opening in this area, et cetera, et cetera. Or I always post like places that are looking to hire. And it's this feel is really great because of networking and knowing people And I guarantee you, if you know somebody who is trying to hire, they can push you in there and and get you recommended and all that. So like I just recently, one of our new hires is one of my sorority sisters. And I basically just messaged her and I was like, hey, do you want a job? (laughs) You know, because we're hiring and we need someone. And uh, she got in right away. So, you know, if it's something that you're really wanting to do, there is a way to get a job. Um, And there's so many opportunities out there. So congratulations to Lynn, because she is an example of that and hard work. And so now that you're transitioning from student to becoming registered, you know, to eventually working, how do you feel? I feel right now, um, I feel excited. Uh, I can apply today and um, schedule it the next day if I want to. So I'm anxious, nervous, excited, um, so, so, so excited for what's to come, like especially this coming month and next month. And um, yeah, just excited because I'm gonna be done and gonna be working, (laughs) earning money because school made me broke. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but you'll make money and it'll it'll recuperate everything. It'll be worth it. Um, are you scared at all to just be on your own? Yes. 
Yes. <laughs> I am so scared. I was like, I'm not going to have that excuse. I was like, I'm just a student. Can you over scam me from every single scan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, I think I'm confident enough that I know my stuff, but I'm not confident because, you know, the training wheels are coming off. Yeah. But I'll have to navigate it the first week and see. Yeah. I'm excited it's, to see. It's excited and scary, <laughs> but I will let you know. Yeah, I'm excited to see. Well, I guess tips from me for you or my advice for you is to obviously confidence grows with time and we talk about it all the time and you know that you've yeah. you've gotten so much good advice from a lot of people on this podcast, I feel Definitely. like. And people from, you know, Instagram and all that, but you've been doing so great this far and just, you know, go in there with doing your best for each patient that you get, each exam that you get. And there will be days where you question yourself. I mean, every day I question myself, but just know that's normal and you'll get through that. You'll get through that exam and then you'll have another exam. Um, One exam will make you feel good about yourself. And then another one will make you feel horrible, right? It's just the life of a sonographer. But at the end of the day, if you're doing something that you love, which I know you do, you won't even be able to tell that you're working. You won't even feel like you're not a student anymore because you're going to continually learn every day. And I'm excited for you to see how much more you grow from this. And um, if you guys haven't, you guys should watch her very first episode that I ever (laughs) interviewed her in. You guys should go back and watch that because it's really cute to see her from then and then see her now. So oh, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm also excited about this month is a big month for not only me but you. Mm-hmm. Your graduation. <laughs> yeah. so I want to congratulate you on graduating. It is yeah. in two weeks, I believe two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's surreal. <laughs> and Giselle is getting her master's, mm-hmm. an MBA, right? Mm-hmm. An MBA. Yes. And with that, she can do anything he wants <laughs> oh, I know, her crazy. opportunities are limitless yeah so, we congratulations i'm so Thank excited you. i can't you... wait for your posts and your pictures and your videos <laughs> i know i was telling sam i was like i still haven't um taken like grad pictures and i've seen a lot of people's um you know grad photos from their grad school recently and I'm like, I'm just too busy and right now too lazy to do all that. But I was excited to do all of that. <laughs> and the time is just flying. I have my gown and my cap and everything. So I'm definitely excited. It's going to be in Orlando. For those of you who live out in Florida, I'll be there. We're going to Disney World, of course. <laughs> Which is perfect but for you. I know. I just can't believe that how it all like kind of well together so i'm definitely excited don't know what i'm going to do with it yet but you guys know we love um, promoting education higher education and going forward with if you have an associate's get a bachelor's bachelor's get a master's like yes you don't have to have that in ultrasound but it's good to open doors and i always talk about that whole um where your job can pay for your school really good um see what the benefits are at your jobs or for your um, the opportunities you'll have in the future and or even tune into our other episode uh, where we talked about business and having an ultrasound business 
and that Ooh. can spark some interest in some of you maybe but yes. I'm excited and it's going to be a very busy month for me and you I can't wait to hear you pass <laughs> yes and also I'm in the process of moving mm. on top of studying on top of my program on top of everything else yeah um it's a stressful month it's uh gosh yep. I was going to say, how are you doing all that? Because you're so busy and I mean. Cry I just, internally. <laughs> like, like New York, man, must be hard, right? Yes. Apartment hunting in New York is so hard mm-hmm. and it's so hard, but also easy at the same time because there are so many options. Mm-hmm. It's just hard because, you know, they one day they can be they can be available and then the next they can be gone. So it's super competitive. It's super uh, stressful. Oh, man. That's my little feel about um, <laughs> okay. adulting. But yes. You know, last year around this time, I also talked about moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't move to New York, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. I mean... I I'm still at home so like I don't know I can't experience that but I'm sure you'll find something that you guys love are you trying to move closer to where your job offer is or no unfortunately I cannot afford to live close to my job because Mm -hmm. it's in a fancy area of New York or it's in the horrible part of New York it's in that it's between those two neighborhoods that yeah I already looked at some apartments that I can walk to work and mm-hmm. it's not safe. It's mm-hmm. not safe to even walk. So, wow. So like, are you, then you're planning on driving or you still have to take the subway or how does that work? I will still have to take the subway. That's fine. But you know what? This is for like my experience. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the first, at least three years after um, the program is crucial for your uh, growth. Yep. Also, I feel like it matters to where you're going next to. Like your first job is important to where mm-hmm. you can go next. Yeah. It's, it's kind true? of like... That's what I feel. I believe. But, but I believe that. As a senior sonographer, what, <laughs> where are your... Well, the, the thing is, is like, for example, in my history, um, everyone's like journey obviously is different, right? Some people will have that um, really good first job right out at the bat and some people will have a really hard horrible job um, right off the bat it just kind of depends on where you're at and the opportunities that are given to you but I think every first job is a learning lesson no matter what if it's a good or bad location Mm -hmm. because uh, when I was first graduated you know I worked for a company that would send me all over to like multiple different hospitals. And so with that, it was such a learning lesson for me, even though I was like not used to that because I did my clinicals all in one setting. It was something that helped me grow because I was by myself. Like a majority of the time I was by myself and I was working by myself. And so I'm like learning all these things and making mistakes on my own versus if I had stayed at where I got my clinicals, which is where I currently work at right now. (laughs) So if I had stayed there that whole time, like I would never know what it's like outside of there. And so I got to learn a lot of things. I've worked in so many places and that was really great. And it really built me for who I was. Now that's 
that's like no different though for somebody who learned at my hospital and who got their job at my hospital and has never seen anything else like but they learned everything their first year um they're only they only know that so it's a it's a little bit of a big difference because I have a little bit more experience of outside world you know versus just knowing what I would know at that hospital if that makes sense that makes perfect sense yeah and like I know one of my um, co-workers like he worked somewhere that was like completely horrible and he he didn't like it and he would like hop from place to place but he learned from each place to place you know so it is important that you take those things as learning lessons um, instead of like I don't know complaining about it because at least you got a job at least you get experience for anyone who gets that first job like just enjoy it you know but it really does I think shape you as just as much as clinicals shape you Mm -hmm. because clinical shapes you yes but you have someone with you the whole time and then when you're alone and by yourself at your first job you have all this room to like figure out Mm -hmm. how to be the sonographer that you want to be because now you get to make decisions on your own and there's no one really to ask if you're like working alone or by yourself. Um, but so I totally who, agree. Who would you ask in that when you were doing this? When I was by myself? Yeah. As a new grad. I couldn't really ask anybody. Like, oh my gosh. I mean, I was just by myself. You know, when you work those call shifts and they bring you um, in, in the middle of the night because somebody, they order a stat ultrasound. So let's mm-hmm. say it's like 2 a.m., there's no one to ask at 2 a.m. You're by yourself. So I remember one patient that I had, it was a pelvic patient and she was like bleeding a lot in the ER. Mm -hmm. And uh, I put my, the, uh, the vaginal probe in and I didn't see anything. Like I was really confused. I'm like, how come I can't see anything? Like this has never happened to me before. Um, I'm, pretty sure you know I was in the right area and I'm pretty sure because I you know like I yeah multiple attempts and like John figured out but remember I'm a new grad so like you know in that situation you're just like am I like this is so weird but you know she was bleeding a lot so I mean I I was just like maybe she was just bleeding so much you can't see but I've never experienced that like that was the one and only time I've ever experienced that so to this day I don't know I just put area, right? Um, and I had no one there to help me. And that, that was that. But oh, I wow. mean, I'm sure they figured it out. I don't know. <laughs> you know like, I can't. When I was at that location, I mean, that was just what uh, an exam that really stood out to me and that I will always remember. Because one, I, I've never had that happen to me before. And two, it was like just such a weird experience to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but in those situations, like, how do you learn? Like, because you don't know and no one was there to help you or tell you or teach you or, you know, and the radiologist just says, whatever you say, yeah. you're just like, okay. <laughs> um, but at that hospital, I never really f- was able to follow up on patients. It was mm-hmm. a little bit different than the hospital that I work at now. Like I could I look back and see what's going on with my patient. I can check on how they're doing, but over there, right. I wasn't really trained. Well, I didn't know how to look up patients or do those things. So 
that was just an experience that I will just have forever. (laughs) (laughs) And and there'll be exams like that, that you will remember as a new grad, because Mm -hmm. um, when you go to those Facebook pages and you hear people's stories, those are things that you hang on to. Um, But hey, it's never happened to me since then. So I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds so interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't, you don't have that problem with vascular, at least you'll be able to see, but (laughs) let me give you another example. Um, There's a patient that we had scanned recently and she was a dialysis patient. So a fistula, right? An AV Mm -hmm. fistula. Have you scanned those? Yes. Yeah. And then I did not know what I was looking at initially. (laughs) I just like, Whoop, it's just you and I was like oh okay <laughs> yeah like it's just so funky looking yeah and it's obviously not the norm right mm-hmm. and that's what we do as sonographers right our light bulb pops yeah. up something is different about this scan yeah and they said she had an AV fistula um, but nobody could find the anastomosis mm-hmm. both prox and distally so I don't know you know like how are you supposed to to learn from that because you can't find it. Right. And yeah. then there was like multiple people who've scanned that patient and still can't find it. So, you know, you just learn as you go every single day and you'll just kind of figure it out with the doctors that you work with. And hopefully you like your new job and where you, where you're going to work. Are you going to be alone or are you going to have people? No, I'll have people. Have people with you. Yes. That's exciting. Yeah, being it is a new grad is a whole is a whole thing. And I heard that like you don't really feel comfortable until like maybe five years. So I guess I've reached that point. But <laughs> like maybe I'd say two years. Two, two years. years. Okay. We'll circle I, back to this in two years. Yeah, circle <laughs> back two years. How will you feel? Uh, but I still feel like kind of uneasy with certain yeah. exams. You know? <laughs> But I feel like what's your what's your least favorite exam to do as a vascular technologist? Um, I would say my least favorite right now is insufficiency, only oh. because I what I didn't have a lot of ex- practice with them. Mm-hmm. And learning about it, we had less than two weeks. And I, and then I was placed at my clinical site and that's where I learned. And, you know, I didn't feel like I had a good background in class to be able to apply mm-hmm. to clinical. So I was basically learning as I go, but then I wasn't scanning as much either because the, the uh, protocols were a little bit long and difficult. Yeah. And usually I would need longer time to practice. Mm-hmm. So I just, yeah, I think that would be my least favorite and something that I would work on mm-hmm. my first, say like first six months on the yeah. job. Like I would want to do that more so that I can get more practice. Yeah. So they, they'll they do that where you're planning on working. They do yes. vascular insufficiency. Okay. Yes. That's good. We do it at our hospital, but very um, seldomly. So they've been ordering them a little bit more, but does your protocol have the patient stand? No. Laying down? Yes. No, um, in the reverse. Reverse channel. Okay. 
I don't even, I can't, how, how do you say that name? Schendelenburg. Yes. <laughs> I just know it's reverse. And then you listen. Oh, okay. I know. Okay. That's good too. Schendelenburg. Yes. Because you want the flow to go the other yes. direction. Yep. That's good. Yeah. We, we, the proper way of doing them, they say is standing, standing, but you can do that as well. And I remember that that was one of the things I didn't really learn in clinical but when I got my first job at an outpatient facility I did them all the time so what did that do that just made me better at them so you're gonna get better at them keep practicing and um, then it'll be you'll be like oh a venous insufficiency okay you know (laughs) that's my goal you're and you're gonna make it but I'm definitely excited for you oh thank you I'm excited for you (laughs) Yeah. Yep. We have so much, so much coming our way. Um, we yes. definitely want you guys to be positive and, you know, November, December months, it's going to get colder, hopefully wherever you live, unless you live in a tropical area. Um, so for me, it's going to be a lot of, I think, just spending time with family and, you know, making sure you guys are focusing on your mental health too. Um, But we're definitely going to talk more about mental health, why we love ultrasound and why we're thankful for it. And just give thanks to everything for what we have and for being able to, you know, help other people in the healthcare field. And if you have any topics you want us to talk about, please let us know so that we can get those episodes out for you. Yes. And just so you know, uh, we've talked a lot on different topics. So if you can just look through our episodes to see if we talked about what you were wondering, hopefully your answer is just there. If not, again, like we just said, uh, let us know so that we can discuss it and share it with you. Yep. And with that being said, you guys... Thank you so much for listening. Yes, and thank we'll you. See you guys in the next episode. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.